0: welcome to the young wild financially free podcast an audio experience where we don't just talk about it we live it hi everybody welcome to the young wild financially free podcast my name is andrew roberts today i'm missing my sidekick um matt tyke he is out looking at properties today uh, but that doesn't mean that we're going to skip our podcast today because we have a very interesting guest, um, an interior designer, which we have never had an interior designer before on our show. So everybody, welcome Aaron Jones. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Of
0: course. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Um, so the uh, structure of our podcast, kind of what we do is we dive into your story, kind of learn about how you've uh, become a um, a professional in your field, mm-hmm. and then kind of dive in what you're doing today. Okay. Um, so tell me and the audience where you're from originally.
1: Okay. Uh, originally, I grew up in the St. Louis area, okay. small suburb outside uh, Edwardsville, Illinois.
0: Okay, Cool. Yes. So big Cardinals fan?
1: Big Cardinals fan. Yeah. Definitely.
0: That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. And then what was uh did you have any siblings what was growing up? I like think three? I guess
1: of three. Okay.
0: Three girls. Wow, three yeah. girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet your dad wanted a boy really bad.
1: Um I think he kinda got that in my in me. Oh I was really. A very big tomboy growing up. Cool. Played all the sports.
0: Yeah. Um what was the sport that you loved the most?
1: I would say soccer. I played soccer and basketball, then I dabbled in track and field. Softball, field hockey, swimming and diving. Gotcha. I did it all. Wow. Um, but then I ended up playing soccer in college. Okay, cool. Yeah. Really?
0: And where yeah. was college?
1: Southern Illinois University. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And what was, the, what was the plan going into college? What did you want to do?
1: Well, that's funny you ask. <laughs> um, so growing up, playing all the sports, playing college soccer, I just had this vision of I'm going to work in sports for the rest of my life i didn't really quite understand what all was available to me i was just so focused on sports at the time yeah so somebody had mentioned to me oh wouldn't it be so much fun to be in like sports marketing work for the cardinals the st louis blues you know somebody like that and i was like oh yeah that sounds awesome Uh i want to do that right um so that's the lane that i went down that's what i started in then after I graduated, I moved to Memphis and worked for the um, AAA team for the Cardinals, the oh, Memphis wow. Redbirds, yeah. um, in their marketing and promotions department gotcha. after college.
0: This uh, story is eerily similar to mine, <laughs> as I played sports growing up, yeah. played football. Went to college to get a uh, sports management degree Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted to be a general manager of a pro sports team, Right? hopefully the Cowboys, and (laughs) um, that, you know, (laughs) was a a far-fetched dream. But, and also, I, um, so whenever I was at Texas State University, I worked in the athletic department Mm -hmm. doing marketing, Mm -hmm. um, and then realized when I got into the professional field that it was going to be a lot tougher than I expected. (laughs) Was that the same story for you? Yeah,
1: just long hours not getting paid a whole lot. And, right. you know, coming out of college, too, I was just in it for the experience, sure. really. Um, but then as I matured over the years, <laughs> I don't know if I'm there yet, but, <laughs> um, and just realizing, like, the paths that yeah. were available to me, um, I thought to myself, maybe this isn't exactly the route that I should be taking.
0: Sure, yeah. And that's a tough a decision to make because when everyone's telling you like yeah. follow your dreams yeah and, you know, keep it you think like oh if I just work harder then I'll right know, and it was the
1: only thing that I knew I mean sports was like everything sure so right. I was like oh what else what else is out there
0: right yeah so. Um and then so what happened when, when did you make that decision to no longer work in sports so
1: a friend of a friend of a friend was like we need some marketing and advertising help which is my degree okay um, business administration with the emphasis in marketing Um, we need some help at this fast food restaurant in their corporate office in marketing and advertising. I was like, oh, that could be fun.
0: What was the restaurant?
1: Backyard Burgers. Okay. It was, um, out of, they were out of Memphis and it was a Southeast chain. Cool. So just primarily in the Southeast part of the country. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. There used to be one in San Antonio, but it's no longer there. Oh, bummer. Um, so I started working for them. And then I met my husband in Memphis. Okay. And so he had an opportunity to move to San Antonio for his job. Gotcha. So I went from Backyard Burgers in Memphis to, um, you'll probably recognize, Whataburger.
0: What? Um, <laughs> Never heard of them.
1: I worked for Whataburger in their corporate headquarters down okay. in San Antonio in the marketing department. Very cool. Um, for several years
0: there. That's awesome. Yeah. And what was that? I mean, what was that experience like? Did you enjoy it? Was it? Um, yeah. I mean, obviously totally different from sports, but you know, same principles of marketing. Yeah, definitely using.
1: same principles. Um, yeah, no, had tons of fun. The people at Whataburger and Backyard Burgers, um, just a very family atmosphere. Yeah. Um, it was a much, much smaller operation at Waterburger when I was there. Okay. They've grown tremendously in the in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I had a had a great, great experience there. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, then my husband was transferred again okay. from San Antonio to Austin. So that's how we landed up here. Gotcha. Um and so the opportunity with Whataburger was in San Antonio. And so when we moved to Austin, then I moved on to technology. Okay. Like everybody does here in Austin.
0: Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what I guess what company were we working for in Austin?
1: Yeah, so in Austin then I started working for Oracle, big tech yep. giant. Yeah. Um even before they had that beautiful campus down there on the
0: Right Lake. The way, um yeah.
1: but yeah, so I was there and that's when um about six years ago when we moved to Austin, my husband and I built a home here. Okay. And I'd always really enjoyed you know all the television shows and everything about design and home building and everything and so going through that process i just i loved it uh-huh. i loved building the house making all the selections dealing with contractors and okay. i know people are like rolling their eyes right now like really <laughs> you enjoyed that process yeah um but i really did and so that's when i was like you know what i could this is like a thing sure. like design's a thing home building's a thing and so I started um, getting lots of compliments from friends and stuff like on our own home and yeah helping others with theirs on the side while still working you know corporate job yeah um and then it kind of rolled into an aha moment of yeah I could I could really see myself doing this like as a career sure yeah
0: that's pretty scary. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, going from like you know having a stable job, oh absolutely, benefit, salary, exactly. Um, and then, how long was that? I guess transition of you kind of like doing a little side hustle mm-hmm. uh, while still working.
1: Um, I would say about three. So about three years. Okay. I was, yeah, I worked. I continued to work and yeah. continued to do the side hustle. Um, and then I was introduced to an independent designer here in town uh-huh. who. Was looking for some help, um, just part-time, okay. and I just jumped at the opportunity to to learn from her the actual business side of interior design. Sure. I mean, the design part, to me, in my opinion, came pretty easy. Okay, yeah. Um, but, yeah, running a business is something I had never thought about prior to joining her.
0: Sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the dynamic of, like, um, when you work for someone else, that mm-hmm. that someone else is kind of in the leadership position. And yeah, kind of she's running the books, to, right. doing the accounting, exactly. all of that
1: stuff. So I was just, it's like a bird's eye view um, watching her navigate all of that. I obviously didn't know the ins and outs of everything, right. but still learning, you know, the, the back end of the business. You know, what I learned, <laughs> the biggest thing that I learned was about 90% of, of your job is running your business and 10% of it is actually executing the design. Sure. Um
0: This podcast is provided by Stone Oak Property Management. They are a professional, full-service, locally owned property management company managing rentals throughout the greater Austin area. They handle every need for every property they manage, leasing, maintenance, accounting, and more. They manage every property with integrity and intentionality. Time is always of the essence with Stone Oak Property Management. They prioritize minimizing vacancy time and are quick to handle all maintenance orders as well as the needs of property owners and tenants. Please reach out to Stone Oak at StoneOakMGMT.com. So working for her, this interior designer, Uh um, obviously some more interior design, um, skills were coming from you, yeah. but were a lot of the same things that you were doing for her, was it like from like when you were with Oracle and Waterburger?
1: Yeah, a lot of project management, okay. um, going on there, uh, managing vendors, clients. Um, I would say my role with her was about 70% project management, 75%, and the rest was design. So okay. I was, um, I feel very blessed to have been in the situation to get to do, what I was familiar with in the project management, but then also leap into more design right. work as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then was any of your responsibilities with her um, to grow the business or was it just uh, kind of like operational? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I, was, um, I would go to net- different networking events. We would divide and conquer and go to different networking events okay. um, to try to grow the business, bring in clients, really. Um, it really is a relational business, just sure. building relationships with anybody in the home field, home industry, realtors, yeah. um, contractors, home builders. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just going out and forming relationships with, um, like-minded folks yeah, for definitely. sure.
0: And that's, <clears throat> I mean, that has to be different from, you know, those corporate jobs before because yeah. like. When you're with Oracle, you're not going to go to, like, a mixer and be like, hey, have you heard about Oracle, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about the marketing cloud? <laughs> right. Um
0: Yeah. So how yeah. was that, like, how was that adjustment? Because that had to be a transition from, like, not doing that, you know, ever for your job right. to, like now that being probably a big part.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So networking at the beginning, it was – yeah sweaty palms and (laughs) all all the things um but yeah it's just over over time i've just gotten more and more comfortable with it um i think i do a really good job of like growing and fostering relationships um yeah yeah i don't have a problem with it now it's just part of business it's um, people want to do business with people that they like yeah and so it's just really surrounding yourself with The right, the right folks um, that you want to do business with. I mean, you could plant a seed and year or two later, somebody will come back to you and be like, remember that one time we met at that mixer? You know, I'd love to do business with you. Yeah, So for sure. That's, that's where we're at.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Early on in my career, one of the bigger, like, I guess, realizations that I had is like, um, when growing your business. So like, think about it of like my, my brother, Mm -hmm. he would, uh, for property management, he would come to me for sure right. in Austin, just because we're we're brothers. We have that right. relationship, yeah. Um, and so if I can build a relationship similar to that with you know anybody and everybody around me, yeah, then I will be you know the the lead or right. the referral that, yeah. that comes in. Um, so relationships is huge. Yeah. Um, so does anyone else from your family, your sisters or your parents in the real estate industry? In any no, way, shape or form? nothing. Okay. Um,
1: nobody's an entrepreneur. You know, oh, my wow. dad worked two jobs um, just so, so we could all do our activities um, growing up. Yeah. And it was just one of the, and my mom stayed home and it was just one of those things it was like you go to high school you go to college you graduate and you get a job right um that was just I don't know if that was like our generation kind of thing or if that was a Midwest thing uh-huh. um but running your own business just wasn't even
0: a part of the- a part
1: of the equation at all right um and so when I decided logistically you know working um in North Austin and we currently live in the Dripping Springs area okay. um just logistically business was growing north mm-hmm. Leander Round Rock Georgetown um, I just wasn't able to dedicate enough time to her in the job having a young son sure so that's when I put my thinking cap on like how could I continue to do this okay um, and that's where my husband was like oh well you could totally do this on your own yeah And I thought he was funny and joking and (laughs) (laughs) just because I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur. Right. Um, And I feel like sometimes that's a lot of a lot of people that start their own businesses. It's just something they never thought of before until they till they get into it. Yeah. Um, And so just from a a sense of being able to manage my own schedule and calendar with kids and um, it was just the right thing. The right thing to do. Gotcha. um, For me.
0: Yeah.
1: Timing just kind of all worked out.
0: Right. Um, and so you said yeah. that interior designer was working primarily up north. Yeah, sure. Right. A
1: lot of her business was growing north, so just getting to meetings and stuff.
0: Sure. As we
1: all know, living in Austin, logistics play a huge role in our everyday lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely. trying to get up and down uh, the interstate. Right.
0: So yeah. So um, is her business um, I guess would would she have accepted uh, clients? All around Austin or was she primarily secluded? Yeah, no, she
1: she did for sure. Um, But just like we were talking about everything is relationships. You know, we would do a really great job in somebody's kitchen remodel and they would refer us to their neighbor. Right. Or somebody down the street or somebody that their kid goes to school with. So it just continued. All all those referrals continued to come out of the same area. Right. Um, Gotcha. So.
0: So what was that conversation like with her? When you said, "Hey, I'm gonna need to break away and do my own thing, and become a direct competitor," <laughs> right? <laughs> you know,
1: right? Exactly. Um, no, it, it was definitely a difficult conversation for sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she was totally on on board with the logistical issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, there was definitely mutual respect there. Um, I, by no means, you know, would go after any of her current clients or potential clients or any of the relationships that that we built you know for her business that was all sure you know her so me coming out of the gates starting from scratch was Mm -hmm. quite intimidating yeah but that's where you just get out there plant the seeds hustle network right meet as many people as you can
0: yeah for sure yeah so I guess apart from networking, um, what are some of the steps that you, I guess, have taken? So I know that you are you know, doing a little bit of social media, mm-hmm. um, and again, or so your company's <laughs> name is Plum Design Co. Mm-hmm. I just wanted yep. to make sure the audience knew that. Yes. Um, so you've been doing some social media. Yep. Obviously, the networking. Yeah. Um, what I guess. What other steps have you taken?
1: Yeah, just putting myself in the right situations with the right people so I primarily focus on new builds okay. um, remodels and then I really enjoy working with uh, real estate investors um, on their properties as well okay. so where are these people hanging out is where I like to hang out yeah um, yeah so it's the home builders Association it's um, the National Association of renovating um, i really enjoy my women's groups women's investors groups sure um yeah it's really just narrowing down and focusing on where are the people that i want to do business with gotcha. um so yeah lots of networking <laughs> Gotcha. yeah very cool
0: um and i'm asking this <clears throat> well selfishly maybe the, hopefully the audience will get some out of this too but so i have recently started a, a small lawn business just yeah, me. Yeah.
1: You, you mentioned know. that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um,
0: so whenever you, um, you know, first started your own thing, home mm-hmm. design, how did you, um, I guess show other people that your credibility basically, you know? Yeah. Um, cause like coming from nothing, you know, how do right. you be like, Hey, I actually do good work.
1: Right. So I, like I mentioned, we had built our own home. Uh-huh. And so I went through and I staged our house, um, and had it photographed by professional photographers. So I started building a portfolio that way. Um, several of the friends that I had done work, you know, with their furniture and paint and different things like that, they allowed me to come into their home and take photographs as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, I built a, a pretty decent portfolio. Um, I don't wanna say out of nothing, but- Right. Out of just using my own home and then the homes of the friends that I'd worked on.
0: Right yep gotcha yeah very cool yeah. that's awesome and then um so some of the uh i guess have you taken anything from your previous jobs like at waterburger or oracle um and are using them in your business today
1: yeah oh yeah so definitely um project management right <laughs> i keep yeah. coming back around to that um yeah just keeping all the tasks um on schedule, on track. Sure. Um, there are a lot of moving parts. You know, when you're working with contractors and tradesmen, homeowners, um, a lot of moving pieces to keep track of. And so, I really do take a lot of pride in being able to keep that all organized. Um, to keep each project on track and moving forward.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, I know you mentioned that you know you love your your women's group, and that's very mm-hmm. beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just made me think. Um, you know, working with contractors. Yeah. So this is primarily a male-dominated it industry. It is. Um, how do you, I guess, approach that? And have you been received well mm-hmm. with the people that you're working with? Yeah.
1: If you look hard enough, there are a lot of women out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely known primarily as a male-dominated industry. Right. And so I think you definitely have to go into it with um, a firm stance and not, um, I want to say like, being taken advantage of, but sure. you just have to you just have to work with each guy individually, um, and just let them know where you stand and that there's not going to be the opportunity to take advantage, you know, of me. Right. I'm a professional. Um, I'm good at my job, um, and it's just a mutual respect, right, um, to work, you know, working together. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it couldn't be intimidating sometimes when you go. To um, a job site, and there's all these husky men out there working. Sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they receive us well. They know our role. They know our position, and you know our, the value that we add to their business. Yeah. So it's it's that mutual respect for sure.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And then, um, are you still a one woman team? Right I now? am. Okay. Yeah. And what's the <laughs> what's the future look like for you with with Plum?
1: Yeah. So um, I definitely see you know uh, growth in the future who who gets into entrepreneurship and doesn't want to grow grow their business you know um but yeah i'm i'm just in my first year of actually um having plum design co um under my belt and (laughs) so you know over the next two or three years i could see that growing into maybe one or two more you know employees um you know it just depends on the workload sure um you know, right now I carry three or four clients at a time, so I can really dedicate quality time to each one. Okay. Um, if it ever gets to a point where I'm having to carry a, a larger load, then yeah, I'll definitely have to look into um, bringing on some additional um, design help. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, over the next two or three years, I could see adding, you know, one or two more ladies to the
0: group. Sure, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, and how do you do with uh with I guess leading? I know you said you're you really have, you know, the project management. So mm-hmm. obviously you're good at, you know, instructing um, other people. Yeah. Um, and I mean, did that always come easy to you? Or were you like a leader? I mean, going back to, you know, your sports yeah. experience, you know, growing up, were you a leader in those yeah. areas? I
1: felt like um that translates very well. um, You know, playing team sports always, I don't want to say I was always the captain, but, you sure. know, being,
0: we don't need to be <laughs> <man>. humble. here. <yeah. laughs>
1: You know, being the captain of, you know, several teams and, you know, taking on that role. um, Yeah, I think that definitely transitions well into how I approach projects and uh, approach working with other folks. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And then, so when you do eventually, you know, um, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, you Mm -hmm. know, get so busy that you have to bring on somebody. Yeah. How does that work with, like, because, like, design is, like, that's something that you come up with in your Mm -hmm, brain, right? mm -hmm, Yeah. Um, So how do you replicate that with other people who have their own, you know, opinions and and ideas?
1: Right. Yeah, no, it's just giving. um, Oh, it's delegating. Oh, that word makes me so nervous sometimes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's delegating. It's feeling, you know, it's trusting your employees. Um, Obviously, you hired them for a reason for their design skills, for their eye, um, you know, for their experience. Yeah. And so it's ju- it's just a matter of putting your trust into that person. Obviously, when we get, when I get to that point, you know, I'm going to have the final say, right. you know, on what goes out the door, but you know, if you hire somebody, then you've got to put your full trust in in them um, to really bring their best qualities out that's in that sure. work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's very yeah. cool. And what does your husband do for a living?
1: He's in the medical device world.
0: Okay. So nothing <laughs> that has to do with interior design yes. or real estate. No,
1: he does, He has a passion for uh, real estate investing, but his full-time job is in the medical field.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever foresee him <laughs> leaving that and joining <laughs> you or, y'all, um, you know, doing work together? Yeah. Future? You
1: know, ideally... Um, you, you see a lot of couples out there that do real estate investing and design and, you know, long-term rentals and flipping. And right. um, that all looks great from the outside. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if it would be the best fit for us, um, okay. but potentially it could. Um, sure. We are both definitely interested in the investment side and living here in Austin, the market is perfect for that. Um, so, yeah, this year we definitely like to... Um, invest in something personally okay. and see how kind of that goes. Um, and uh, are
0: you thinking like a flip, or are you thinking? I think a we're buy and thinking
1: um, buy and hold. Cool. Um, I would like to do a flip as well, yeah. um, but maybe do more of the buy and hold first sure. to get a little bit of that passive income coming in right. um, to take on a bigger project.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You everything about um, obviously Austin's a great market. Yeah. Also competitive, right? Uh, you ever think about investing, you know, back home? Because your parents are, your family's yeah, still there, right? My family's still in the St. Louis it's a area. You know, probably.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I left <laughs> when I was
0: 17.
1: twenty. Oh. 21. Okay. Yeah, where, where I went to school at SIU, it was really close to where my parents were. Wow. Um, so when I finally moved to Memphis, I was twenty twenty-one. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> sure, right, yeah. It's <laughs> um, now. So it's totally different now. Um, personally, for me, I would just like to be where the investment is, just to keep an eye on it. It's my perfectionism gotcha. coming out. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, you never, you never know. There's so many great markets out there to to invest in. Yeah, long but
0: distance investing scares me. I too know. Like just to so get many.
1: started, I think it would only make sense to do it right here where we are. Yeah, for, for sure. sure.
0: Mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um. Well. Um. So I know you said that you know the future. Um. At least immediate future. I guess kind of bringing on one or two. Yeah. Um. Do you foresee you and your company staying in Austin or maybe expanding? Um. What's the What's the long term goal for
1: What's the long term (laughs) What's the twenty (laughs) forty vision? Um. You know I haven't thought that far ahead. Sure. Honestly, you know I've been going at this for about a year now, and I just feel like now I'm coming up for air. yeah. Um, you know, the first year has, has been a big challenge. Um, right? So no, I just, I just haven't thought that far. You know, I would just, I would just love to see constant growth year over year. And if that means bringing on some additional employees, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, I'm just trying to grow the business right now right so we'll see we'll see where that takes us i know there are a lot of very successful designers um and firms out there that specialize in different areas of the country and they've got teams stationed all over Mm -hmm. um and that that's totally awesome and something you know to definitely look up to yeah um is that gonna be my path? I have no idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to me on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's a, a very, you know, common thing that I've seen with entrepreneurs that have come through our podcast studios mm-hmm. like when asking about the future, it's like, no idea, you know? It's like yeah. anything could happen and yeah. you, you just gotta take it day by day and kinda just enjoy the process as opposed to like looking at the end goal too much.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, well, um, thank you for coming on the podcast. How can our listeners Find out more about leaving your company.
1: Um, My website is plumdesignco.com. Okay. Um, And there you can see my portfolio and get more information on how I could potentially help you with a a new build or remodel. Um, Instagram and Facebook at Plum Design Co. Cool.
0: Um,
1: But yeah, if if there's anybody out there that's, you know, questioning getting into real estate investing, obviously that's a lot of your audience. Right. Um, you know, my goal as a designer is not to to dictate the design, it's more inspire the design and really help, you know, investors make the, the decisions um, to command that highest price point or if yeah. you're going to hold it, you know, that rent and just making those quality decisions from a design standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously working with homeowners on new custom builds or yeah. with um, – spec home builders on simplifying and streamlining their design Mm -hmm. process so that's awesome yeah
0: will you work in liberty hill or leander (laughs) i know it's far away i
1: know it is far away um there's there are no opportunities that i won't look at
0: okay cool um i have my best friend is uh um he currently lives in huddle he's trying to sell his house. he just had his third baby and so um, they need a bigger house. Yeah. And so they want to buy some land and build. And yeah. So, sweet. In land or Liberty Hill. Yeah. So, no, I will definitely you. entertain Yeah.
1: Um, because I am now in control of my schedule okay. and not at the mercy of somebody else. Right. Um, then yes, then I can travel between 10 and 2 on Mopac or I-35. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I'll definitely entertain. Um, I'll definitely entertain anything. Cool. Um, And if it makes sense for me and the homeowner, then absolutely
0: that's awesome yeah um well aaron thank you so much again for coming on the podcast yeah
1: thanks for having me i need to
0: give a quick uh shout out to our sponsor which is texas best credit repair um if you want your credit to go from um bad to good or good to great (laughs) call texas best credit repair um or go to their website at texasbestcreditrepair.com um aaron again thank you so much for coming yeah thanks for having me okay signing off